Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a special episode of Trust and Believe with my amazing Facebook community, Dig Deeper Nation. Today, we are going to just answer some questions. A lot of times, as a fitness trainer or motivator, I'm constantly just telling you, telling you, telling you, which is why, I don't know, for 2021, I actually want to eliminate the word motivator or motivation from my vocabulary because I believe that in order for you to continue to push forward and succeed, the best thing is that is for you to be able to feel that on your own and go on this incredible and amazing journey by by proving to yourself that the steps that you are taking by the actions that you are taking every single day are the things that are pushing you forward. And don't get it, don't get it twisted. I love to be a source of inspiration and motivation for you. I love motivation. But now I want to help you really attach to your experience, take yourself on a journey, and I just kind of want to be a backseat driver, if you will. Like, uh, maybe you're turning left, but I think the direction said you should go right, okay? Because I just think that's really important. So today, with the questions that uh, my lovely people in Dig Deeper Nation submitted, I think I have about 10 questions. It's really about me answering these questions wholeheartedly and making this work for you. So get ready to trust and believe. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. So first question is, from Barbara, what do I do if I hit a plateau? Barbara, I've said this before, and I'm so happy to answer this question again. What do you do if you hit a plateau? Well, if you hit a plateau, you do exactly what plateaus are built for. You rest your mind and you focus on balance. Uh, I've used this before in a podcast, but I want to repeat this specifically. If you are climbing a mountain, right, if I'm climbing a mountain and I'm tired, and I'm exhausted, and I hit a plateau, I'm like, hell yeah. One time I was climbing, I was in South Africa, and I was in Cape Town with Scott, and we went on this amazing hiking adventure to climb Table Mountain. And a lot of people take, 
I would say the leisurely path, which is more sightseeing, and you kind of curve around and around. But Scott and I, well, I decided, because I'm the more adventurous one in the relationship, I decided that we should um, uh, hire, call and hire a tour guide, a hiking tour guide. And I wanted to take the hardest route possible. And we parked on the street and we walked to the base of the mountain. When we got to the base of the mountain, just the base of the mountain to where we were going to have to start to climb to use three points of contact each time to keep our safety, we were exhausted. And the tour guide, Dominic was his name. Dominic said, I have coffee and I have croissants. And Scott and I are like, we literally did insanity hardcore so that we can make it up this mountain and we could do the best that we could do. And we start climbing a mountain and we get to our first plateau. And me and Scott look at each other like, shit, I'm so tired. And so when we got to that plateau, we, we were like, oh, let's just, you know, have a seat. And he pulled out the coffee and croissants. Coffee don't, uh, Scott doesn't eat, drink coffee, but he had water and we did have the croissants. And it was an amazing experience to be able to look over the side of the mountain and see how far we've come. And then we climbed some more and we got to another plateau and then we climbed some more and we were almost at the top, but there was, there was this amazing, beautiful kind of valley of a plateau, if you will. And what I realized when we got all the way to the top is thank goodness or thank God for whoever uses that term for plateaus, because we were able to literally, I mean, find so much motivation, inspiration, peace and joy by being able to sit in silence, to be still and look down to see how far we've come and rebuild the energy to know how we were going to utilize the strength and the fuel that we that we've stored in our bodies and our mind to get to the next level. So the reason why I say that is because I really want you guys to not think about the fact that you are hitting a plateau and you're not losing weight. I mean, even me right now, you know, I actually had this conversation with Scott last night. I said, I'm working really hard. I'm doing all this. And I was like, I'm not in the lean state that I like to be in. And Scott immediately fixed me and was like, okay, this is everything you've been doing. You have a high level of stress while you're really enjoying what's happening to your life right now. And you're enjoying this program. He's like, I think you need to start to focus on doing things that are going to relieve stress for you. And I was like, wow, even this morning. And I know Chip is watching. Chip sent a message to me this morning and said, is there anything you need to set up for today? And I was like, no, I got it. Mind you, my boys are throwing juice on the bed and crackers all over the floor and they're kicking and having temper tantrums. I should have said yes to Chip. I should have said, yes, Chip, can you please go to the Transformation Center? Can you please set up? But instead, I was like, I don't want to inconvenience Chip. I'm going to do it myself. In turn, I add more stress to me when I have somebody there that actually wants to to support and help. There's a lot of things that happen in your life during the journey. And so I really want you all to learn that plateaus are a resting place for you to rebuild, restore and rebalance your life so that you can find that stored energy uh, just to kind of 
just to kind of continue to climb a little bit higher. Okay, question number two from Jason. Best way to deal with cravings. You have to set yourself up. You have to set yourself up for success when it comes to cravings. There are, there's a lot of science out there, but at the end of the day, science in terms of what goes in your body when it comes to cravings don't work if you don't have the willpower to make it work. And in order to have the willpower to make your bout against late night cravings and sugar addiction work, you have to set yourself up for success. For me, I make hard deadlines. First of all, I have my dig, I have two dig deeper nation water bottles and I have other water bottles in the house that the minute I hit those cravings, I start drinking water. I also set myself up for success by saying, okay, I love having a popsicle after boys, after the boys go to bed. What's the healthiest popsicle I can have? Right. So, and then, and then I try to stick to the time that I finish eating. Now, that's at night. Cravings at night are always the worst, right? You sit down, you finish, you're bored, and you're like, and again, there's a whole bunch of scientific things that are happening, but it comes down to you setting yourself up for success. So if you're going to eat, what are the things that you have in your refrigerator, not in your cupboard? Notice I said in your refrigerator or your freezer, minus ice cream, <laughs> that you can store in there as healthy options. A lot of people have prep days on Sundays. They prep their food. They prep all of these amazing meals, but they don't prep the snacks. They don't prep the things that are going to be their cravings, okay? So it's very important for you to prep that. Get some Tupperware can Tupperware containers. For me, maybe it is watermelon. There's potassium. It's a little sugar, but it's water, uh, watermelon. I used to have honeydew melon, uh, cantaloupe, pineapples. Now, some people are like, this is sugar. It's at nighttime. It is. But what it's not is ice cream. It's not you ordering a late night pizza. Okay. <clears throat> so it's just a way for you to kind of help with those cravings. I don't even like to have a handful of nuts when I'm craving food. I'm like, what is the, what is the purest thing that I can have? And again, I know a lot of people say fruits, fruits, fruits. But at the end of the day, would you rather eat potato chips and pretzels and popcorn and the the gourmet popcorn or would you rather eat honeydew melon watermelon pineapple cantaloupe some of these things that are just like you know they wet your tongue it makes you feel successful and then you grab your water and you continue on so that's just some things you can do to deal with cravings if it's during the day prep your prep the same exact way also um if you go to my instagram i don't have it here i drink i i, I love to drink bevy from beach body it helps with cravings it's a little tea that comes in a in a powder form and you mix it up so good it always takes me an extra hour if i'm craving something and i want to break my fast okay next question is from maria for students and those working from home, stuck at a desk, or chair-bound for the majority of the day, how do you recommend re we remain active throughout the day besides our daily workouts? Well, I have some five-minute workouts. I believe they're here on Facebook, but I definitely have five-minute workouts on YouTube. I recommend a few different things, and I was actually going to do a mini course on this, but I'll tell you right now. First of all, First question I have for you is what time are you waking up and have you been able to set up your day? Are you going right into the day and you're getting out of your bed, you're brushing your teeth and you're sitting down or do you have time to breathe and open up, right? 
What are you drinking? Are you drinking too much coffee? Are you drinking too much sugar? Are you a soda drinker, right? All of these things, some things with a bunch of sugar in there makes you crash even more. But what's really important, if you have a, a staff or if you are in charge of your schedule, you have to take those five minute, three to five minute breaks where you get up, you step outside and you move around. But I'm, there's a few other things that you can do, but most importantly, it's make sure you have enough water and schedule, at, I would say once every 45 minutes, you get up, you go, you stretch, you move, and do one of my five-minute workouts, That a simple five-minute workout that I have during the day. I just posted one on Instagram. Uh, you can look at my IGTV. I think it's like four minutes or something. But just like moving a little bit, some jabs, hey, some dancing, hey, some, you know, whatever, Anything like that in the middle of the day, especially if you are working from home and you're sitting in a chair at a desk all day, you know, you still can get up and move. Make it a priority. Get outside and get some sun, even if it's cold. Okay, so my next question, which is question number five from Tony. What can I do to stay the course on my meals for the weekend? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Really great question. Um, a lot of times what happens when it comes to the weekends, we all feel like we need to celebrate. I've been celebrating Donut Friday forever, but I'm not just celebrating because it's the weekend. I just like having a donut on Fridays, but I don't celebrate throughout the entire weekend. I have my donut on Donut Friday, and that's pretty much it, Right? You don't just because it's the weekend doesn't mean you have to go off of your daily schedule. It's just another day. Right. We think the reason why is that weekends are tough is because we have so much free time. And when we have a lot of free time in our day, what happens? (laughs) We immediately, literally immediately start snacking, eating, ordering food, wanting to have a little get together with, you know, your family if they're quarantined or whatever the case may be. We want a fellowship as humans. And when humans come together, we go to the kitchen. And when we go to the kitchen, people want to bake and cook and all of these things. You all know what I'm talking about. And so it's so easy for us to look at the weekend as a time to to kind of fall to our cravings. When you can really just have a day. You say, Friday's my day. I'm going to have one meal on a Friday that's really fun or Saturday. Or it could be a Tuesday. Right. So don't don't think just because it's the weekend, you have to go off track. You just have more time to think about the things that you have more time to think about food because maybe you're not as busy. So keep yourself busy. Set yourself up with your cravings. Have things in your refrigerator that you can eat. Oh, another little snack that I forgot to say earlier because they had it here at the Transformation Center is some antibiotic free turkey or chicken. You know what I mean? I I do keep most, I would say 60% of the time, 
a rotisserie chicken in my house and I, you know, that's what I snack on instead of running to the cupboard. Terry asks, my next question, can you please talk about how, like so many others, I get obsessed with the amount of calories I burn per day. If you give us a short workout, I would do two workouts or go run three miles to get a bigger burn. Is this necessary in order to get results? Great question. Um, I'm not a fan of the calories in and calories out. Because when you start to think about calories in and calories out, you are literally relying on a nutrition fact page or label. And then you're also relying on a heart rate monitor of sorts to say these are the calories that's happening. When you should really focus on what you are putting in your body. Here is something really amazing that I learned a a few weeks ago when I was reading. Write this down. If you eat 100 calories of protein, literally, if you eat 100 calories of protein, it takes your body, your body burns 30 calories as you digest that. So if you eat 100 calories of protein, in order for your body to digest that protein, it takes 30 calories. So now you have 70 calories of protein to be able to use to fuel your muscles. And then most of you know if you actually utilize it and burn it, you excrete it. At least that's what happens with protein shakes. I mean, I know there's some other science there, but let's just say that for now. Here's the kicker. If you eat 100 calories of carbohydrates, Guess how many calories you burn digesting the carbohydrates? And I think I'm correct. I think it's four. Do you understand that? By eating good, lean proteins, your body takes 30 calories to digest that. When you eat 100 calories worth of carbohydrates, sugar, it only takes like four. I think it's four. Maybe it's... A little bit more, but it's not a lot, which means that leaves, let's say that there's now you have 94 grams or calories left of sugar in your body. Does that make does that make sense? So I'm more of a fan of watching what I put in my body instead of counting the calories after counting the calories I put in and then counting the calories I burn afterwards because that's what's going to happen you're going to be like the heart rate monitor or my watch says i only burned 200 calories but i put 500 in i need to go burn 300 calories let me go for a run darn it i only burned 232 let me go do a 20 minute workout and that's not how it works the other thing that happens that i really want you to understand is and this is the reason why i love insanity insanity is the kind of program because it's hit training insanity insanity max 30 that you burn calories after you finish working out because you went on this type of journey so your body a lot of you have talked about how you still sweat after you finish insanity workout you're like i'm still sweating that's why your body is still burning so combine good exercise with what you put in your body and that's another thing okay here's another little food fun fact that i learned the other day if you think about sugar all the time and you think about i don't want to eat sugar and i don't want to do this guess what you're going to eat you're going to eat sugar Instead of thinking about what you don't want to put in your body, focus on the things that you do want to put in your body. It will make a world of difference. Okay? 
It'll make a world of difference if you focus. I want protein. I want healthy fats. I want the good carbs. I want to eat things that's going to make me perform better rather than, oh my goodness, I don't want that ice cream. Oh my goodness, I don't want to drink that wine. Oh my goodness, I'm only going to have half a donut. Right? Think about what it is that you want instead of thinking about the things that you don't want. Charlene says, I would like to ask about every single detail on your new program. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Yes. So a lot of you know that I have talked about my new program coming out. It's called Let's Get Up. Comes out in spring of 2021. And it's interesting. I was actually hesitant to really push it out there for you guys because you like to dig deep. But for me, and this is just really important for you to all hear, especially those of you who are coaches or you know people who want to get fit, not everybody wants to do insanity. And I pride myself on having different types of workouts to really moat, not motivate, to really take people on a journey to get to the place that they want to be in terms of bettering their health. If I only created the hard, 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 hard workouts, I wouldn't be able to touch as many people. And it's really important for me to be able to touch as many people as possible. So Let's Get Up is a program that is designed to help you get up and just have fun. You're going to get up for 30 days. You're going to have fun. How many people out there, if I ask you right now, how many people right now overtrain? How many people get up and think like, oh my gosh, I got to burn these cows. I got to do this. I got to lift these weights. I got to do it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I wanted to create something where for 30 days you got up and you were just dancing and you were getting it. Every every dance is every workout is going to be a different dance, but it's not going to be hard to size. It's going to be very simple, but I also throw an insanity section in every workout that's going to spike your heart rate up, and then you go back to dance. I wanted people to have fun for 30 days instead of getting up and say, oh my gosh, like I got to I gotta like really get in a mental space to work out. It's to say, I cannot wait till my alarm goes off tomorrow because I know I'm going to have a good time. We're going to express body positivity, love, finding moments of joy, and even if for just that second of that day or that 30 minutes, if that's the best 30 minutes of your day, I'm going to make sure that that 30 minutes is just a joyful, fun, and amazing experience for you. From Shannon... How do you do so much plyo with little to no knee pain? Help save my knees. Well, I am a person that 
I experienced a lot of knee pain. I ran track. I played football. I played basketball. I danced, which we did really crazy everything. And um, for me, icing as much as you can, stretching as much as you can. And for me, I actually got stem cell therapy. And I live by it. And I think it was the most amazing investment that I've ever done in terms of my physical, my kinesiology health. It really changed my life. And not until I got into the boat accident that I start to feel pains come back. And I've been in talks with my doctor to try and figure out how to get another treatment. I believe that if I didn't have the boat accident, I believe that I still wouldn't experience any knee pain. But now I play a lot of tennis. As you know, I work out all the time. I dance a lot. And so I have to really stretch. When I finish here, I actually have to stretch. Stretching is is of paramount importance. Uh, also, icing, obviously if your knee pain is that bad, you need to see a doctor. But for me, stem cell therapy has worked wonders. How do you know if you are overtraining? Warning signs. If you're overtraining, you're gonna be, you're not gonna recover. The first sign of overtraining is you won't recover. Not that you'll have the soreness all the time, but you won't feel at ease in your body. It's it's just as if you had a scab on your arm and you kept picking at the scab. You're like, I don't feel the cut anymore, but I know it's not healing. And your body is going to feel like this. Getting out of bed, your back is going to hurt. Your knees are going to hurt. Your short, you're going to carry a lot of extra tenseness in your body. That's the first sign that you're overtraining. Secondly, and this is the second, the, the second thing you don't want to get to, injury. You're going to feel like you're about to pull something. You're going to feel your joints being unstable. You won't be able to do as many push-ups that you did just eight days ago, even though you've been really consistent in your workouts. You're just going to constantly feel like you're, you're just not able to reach that 100%. So the morning is the perfect time for you to be able to know if you're overtraining. If you can't reach those those maxes that you reached just last week, you know you're overtraining. If you feel like you're going to injure yourself, you know you're overtraining. So that's very important, and I don't want you to injure yourself. And again, that's another reason why I developed my program, Get Up, because people are overtraining. They're doing back-to-back rounds of insanity or asylum like we did. And some of you wonder why. I've heard some people say during the Dig Deeper Nation inception since May, Oh, this week was too easy. And I'm like, guys, like you have to have an easier week. You have to. After this 60 days that we're doing of the climb, I'm going to create a calendar. And a lot of people are going to be like, oh, my gosh, that's too easy. And I promise, watch what's going to happen to your body when you actually do what I tell you to do. <laughs> not that I'm a, not that, because I'm a boss at the, the, the. I'm not trying to be bossy, but I'm letting you know. All right, we're going to hit our last question of the day. I'm so excited again that I was able to come here with you today. Brandon asks, portion control is very hard for me. How do I limit portion intake and still be full? Oh, my goodness. When you eat healthy food, the leafy greens, the vegetables, the good proteins, the good fats, guess what happens? You don't eat as much. When you wait, your body's going to feel fulfilled. The reason why a lot of people 
have a hard time with portion control is one, they're not patient enough to wait for their body to digest it. I want you to think about this and think about this really hard. This is really important. Think about the fact that when you eat and that food goes in your, in your throat and it goes in, down your esophagus and it goes into your stomach, your body is burning the calories that you just ate. It's burning the calories so that when it gets into your bloodstream, when, when it gets digested, it can go into your bloodstream and do the amazing things that it was designed to do. If you decide to eat a carton full of ice cream after you've eaten, you know, your kale and your shrimp or your, your, you know, squash or your, your leafy greens or whatever, I'm just trying to give a bunch of what I find to be good tasting foods. Broccoli and cauliflower, if you follow it up with a bunch of sugar every day, I'm not saying any day, because I'm all about having a good time when it comes to like going out and eating or having a special night. But on a daily basis, your body is burning calories as it digests. So why are you going to quote unquote ruin that on the regular by eating the processed food, the the juice, the extra alcohol. You know, a little glass of wine, I get it, you know, there's there's benef- health benefits to that. But I want you to think about it that way. I want you to think about how when you eat your food, when you eat that good food, because it's burning calories as it digests into your stomach and your bloodstream, you are getting results right there. And if you give it time, you won't crave the extra food. Okay? But it has to be enough. It has to be enough. Don't go out there and think that portion control is starving yourself because that's not it. Portion control is saying, here's the portion and how am I going to utilize this portion for my body to perform at a really high level? And that's what's most important. Guys, thank you so much for joining me this week. Go follow uh, at Trust and Believe Pod on Instagram. It'd be great to get some more listens there. I love talking to you all. I miss seeing you live and in person. Thank you all so much. I love you for listening to Trust and Believe. I also love my Dig Deeper Nation. And I just appreciate you all. And we're building a great community. And I'm always finding ways to better this community. And um, we're in talks of doing it. So I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for listening and always trust and believe in who you are.